Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The Mayor's Town Hall, Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger is here in studio. Good morning. Thanks for coming in today. Uh, it's good to be here, actually. It's uh, been wet and woolly out there, like uh, like it has been for everyone else. And uh, I didn't have any trouble getting in, so that's the, that's the good news. Roads are pretty clear and, uh, you know moving and uh, hopefully we uh, we don't have the flooding that uh, that might ensue uh, at this point in time. Jim, you're next on the program. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'd, my question is, I'd like to know what the mayor's position is on the absolute stupidity of these bicycle lanes that are, in essence, are not used at all from November to April, and they totally and completely tie up traffic. And then further, I believe it on, on, on Herkimer, it's uh, completely insane, where you've got people parking in the center of, uh, of the actual uh, road. So all the bicycle lanes do, as far as I can see, is tie up traffic, and nobody uses the thing. So what is his position on that? Okay, so, I'll, Jim, I'll let you go, and I'll let the mayor answer that on the air. Thanks for the thank call. You, uh, thank you, Jim. Now, generally, I support uh, you know putting, uh, putting uh, new and improved bike lanes in. I think it's a positive step for our city. It encourages people to use alternative uh, means of transportation. They are used. Now, I, you know, I, I would say that's, you know, they're, they're not overwhelmed by use, but they are used. Uh, and it's also important for us to uh, to encourage that kind of use. And as you as you well know, we have uh, you know a fairly robust Sobe bike uh, system down in the lower city, very very well used. Hundreds and thousands of trips people uh, taking on on them on a regular basis. Obviously, in inclement weather, maybe not as much as uh, as, as normal dry dry circumstances. Uh, the uh, the protection the protected bike lane on uh, Herkimer and uh, and on Charlton. Uh, I think it was a progressive step that uh, that actually came out of New York City, where they're doing that actually quite regularly, to uh, to actually provide the parking area as a means of protecting the bike lane. And I think it's uh, I think it's functioning. Uh, I know it uh, takes some getting used to, and I think it's there's certainly a change. But uh, it, it doesn't seem to me that, uh, and I, I don't I haven't had any, any reports otherwise that uh, that it's impeding any kind of traffic flow. So things seem to be moving as they, as they should, and uh, we're out allowing for some opportunity for bikes to uh, to also take take advantage of those protected bike lanes uh, as they said. Thanks for the call. And this is going to be an ongoing debate, and I'm sure that as uh, we head towards the municipal election, Mr. Mayor, people are going to be talking about that uh, at the doors. But uh, I, I And I've had a number of programs about this, and I've talked especially about Herkimer and, and Charlton with mm-hmm. what's gone on there. Uh, and it's different. And I know the first time I drove up on uh, Herkimer, I thought, what have they done? But I'm used to it. And yeah, you know what? It might slow you down a little bit, but so what? That's not a bad thing. Yeah, and I, you know, I recall when we made the change to uh, from one way to two way on John and James. Uh, you know, there was a lot of controversy at the time. People were upset that uh, you know this is going to c- completely alter the uh, the traffic patterns. And uh, after a couple of years, uh, people gotten used to it, and everything's uh, everything's flowing as it was before. You know, uh, I, I don't think we're not looking to delay traffic. We're looking to actually provide opportunities to have complete streets and and a number of opportunities to not only provide decent sidewalks, but bike lanes and and movements of buses and vehicles. All of that, including to, to include all kinds of uh, and different forms of transportation. And so uh, I I think we need to look to the future. I think people are going to be using bikes more and more. Uh, the Sobe bike experience is really quite staggering. Uh, you know, in the lower city, that's not up on the mountain yet, but on the lower city city uh the use of the uh, the bike uh, the bikes has been uh, outstanding and uh, obviously people are using those uh, bike lanes uh, in in pro- inappropriate weather quite regularly and uh, it's very helpful to have them separated out from the uh, the regular car traffic i think it makes it a lot safer for everybody well you may have also noticed and we've talked to a number of the councillors about this that uh, the 
Uh, fallback speed limit in the city is very quickly becoming 40 kilometers an hour. Mm-hmm. We're trying to slow things down. There are far too many people who get involved in collisions. There are far too many uh, accidents. Well, they're not accidents. They're pedestrians getting hit, cyclists that are getting hit right now. This, this is all about public safety. Uh, and and I, I always get a little miffed when I hear somebody say, well, I never see anybody in the bike lanes. Well, you know what? I drove down Charlton on Saturday. I didn't see anybody on the sidewalk. I think we should take that sidewalk out of there. <laughs> of course, it, you know, the, it depends on the weather. But if the, the bike lane isn't there, then they're not going to use their bikes. That's all there is to it. And, and you want those people that are going to be cyclists to have a safe environment. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Hopefully, you know, people will have kids and you want those kids. So I did a little ride along with uh, a family a little while ago that uh, was taking their son to a school, St. Joseph's, so in the lower city. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the impediments that people put into, in through the bike lanes, but people are not paying attention to them or not. Uh, not you, you just um, about got hit. Almost got hit. And uh, I think that's unfortunate. I don't think it was a political enemy either. No, I think no, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't, well, was, wasn't a purposeful thing, but uh, it was, uh, it was a, a good demonstration of, you know, how we accommodate uh, all forms of transportation uh, in our city. I can tell you, you know, in, in many other cities in the world, uh, not only do they promote uh, cycling, they actually, in many instances, cut streets off uh, entirely for uh, for complete pedestrian and cycling traffic on a, on a Saturday and a Sunday. I mean, we were in Bogota recently, and the, the main route into the city is completely cut off on the weekend to allow for pedestrian and people movement, uh, you know, through the whole area. Uh, we, we, we need to start thinking about how we make our streets safer and and more, more friendly for both pedestrians, cyclists, and m- ensure that motorists can continue to operate uh, effectively. The one that just got me in, I know we could probably give 100 examples of this, and I don't want to get into it, but a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, we, got, we were in New York, we stayed in Manhattan, Mm-hmm. Uh, woke up Saturday morning. We we're right down on Seventh Avenue and Broadway uh, at Forty Eighth Street, and the street was closed. Now that this is this is one of the busiest streets in New York and in North America. Saturday they block it off for yep. about ten blocks and just make it a big public mall. Yeah, and only it's a, only on Saturdays. It's a, it's it's all about making them people places, and that's uh, you know what that's what cities are for. Cities are not necessarily just about the car and the automobile or the bus. It's about uh, you know allowing for people to actually engage in their community and their street and the street life in the shops that are there. Uh, you know, the interacting with their neighbors. Um, you know, we we need to encourage that, and I think in, in many of the major cities, New York is a prime example. They've completely turned around their traffic patterns there, and actually uh, put people first. And I think that's uh, that's a direction I think that's worth going in. And by the way, just for the record, I am not anti car. I drive my car everywhere. I don't have I'm, a bike. I'm I'm with you. I have a bike, uh, uh, but I also drive the car and uh, need to. And I think many people do. Uh, but you know, I could I could say to some people, uh, you know, why don't you give it a try on a, on a bike once in a while, or come downtown and, and take on the Sobe bike? I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I, I know there's always going to be a reaction, and and you know, anytime uh, we get a politician at any level on here, municipal, federal, or provincial, people resist change because it's change. It's different for them. Uh, they're used to driving down Bay Street with four lanes of traffic and just zooming down there, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's all well and good. But you know th- th- that was then, this is now, and I think we have to accept the fact that that we have to to look at things in in a more holistic way and and accommodate pedestrians and and accommodate cyclists and and make this a city that everybody can be safe in and, and feel free in. There's, there's still going to be times. I mean, there's always going to be people, Mr. Mayor, on either side of this that are going to say, "Get rid of the cars altogether." Well, that's fine, and they're going to say, "No, get rid of the cyclists altogether." Yeah. The, the answer's somewhere in the middle, and I think that's what we're trying to do, isn't it? It's, uh, it's trying to create that balance. And uh, you know what? Uh, people want to cycle, and uh, we need to make sure that that's done safely. Uh, people want to be pedestrians. We need to make sure that there are decent sidewalks for people to navigate. 
Uh, people wanted, uh, you know, many instances they want to get rid of their car and, um, you know, work, look, look at only public transportation. And there are many people that are making that choice as well. And that's why we're moving on the, the LRT front and enhancing the HSR and improving the service and volume. All of those things uh, need to happen if we want to avoid some major, major congestion issues like they've uh, experienced in Toronto. So Toronto didn't invest in any of those systems for about 40 years. And today they find themselves in, uh, in, in essentially in gridlock. And now they have to expend, you know, gazillions of dollars to try and rectify some of the changes they should have done 30 or 40 years ago. We can, uh, we can keep a pace with this. Uh, we're not, we're not putting bike lanes everywhere, but we're, we're introducing them where appropriate. And we're also making sure that the traffic can flow and that the traffic is actually operating safely. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.